Clients On Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. What is up? I am here with the amazing, the wonderful, the brilliant Kanisha, the legendary Kanisha. Kanisha is one of our clients. You guys might have seen her posts here in the group, but if you haven't, uh, she's an absolute rock star. She just completed Clients on Demand, and she's got a fantastic offer where she helps people get into really, really great colleges and and apply and and, and do all those things. It's a fantastic offer. It's a fantastic program. And Kanisha went into COD and absolutely just knocked it out of the park and got one of the, you know, a really, really, really amazing, amazing outcome. So she's got a fantastic business. So I thought I would bring her on here today so she could talk about, you know, what worked for her, what worked for her and her niche. And just one thing I want to point out, guys, is that she's got an offer that is not in the make money online niche. It's not about building a business. It's not about any of those things. And nevertheless, she's able to command a really fantastic premium price, get people enrolled in her program every day, and just do some really, really, really kick-ass work. So welcome, Kanisha. Thank you, Russ. I'm so excited to be here. That's great to have you here. It's just, it's absolutely awesome. So look, I know I just kind of introed it a little bit, but why don't you just tell everybody about your offer and, and, and how it works? Definitely. So I'm Kanisha Grayson. Uh, I have a business called The Art of Applying. Uh, I have a team of Ivy League graduates um, from you know Harvard, Princeton, Yale, Wharton, all those kind of schools. And we help people from all over the world apply to the world's most competitive graduate schools and get money to pay for it. So that's what we do. And that's what our offer is. So you're helping them with the application process and then also with like scholarships and grants and things like that? That's exactly right. So we help people as early as, is it time to go to grad school? What degree should I um, pursue? Can I actually get get in? What do I need to do to get in? What school should I apply to? How many schools should I apply to? What should I write about? Then they write their essays and my team will edit them from done to good and from good to great. Uh, We also help them choose their people who will write their letters of recommendation. Schools don't like this part, but a lot of applicants are put into the position of writing their own letters. Um, Mm -hmm. And we do not write letters or essays for people. But if they are put in the position of having to write their own letter of recommendation, we will edit it. Um, And then we also help them plan their school visits, connect them with our past clients um, so that they can have friends when they go visit campus, sit in on classes. Then we help them prepare for the interview. You have to have an interview to get into any sort of Ivy League business school. Uh, And then we also help them once uh, find and apply for five-figure and six-figure scholarships. Then once they hear back from their schools, we help them choose which school, uh, which like, let's say three schools they want to narrow it down to. And then we pit the schools against one another and negotiate for more money. So we get the schools to give them some more money for free. And then when it's all done, we send them off to their school. And sometimes life happens, uh, people get sick or, I don't know, get engaged or get pregnant. And so then if they are not ready to go to school, we help them request what's called a deferral, which means uh, you got your golden ticket to get in, but now you need some time. So then we also help them request a deferral so that they can spend a year having their baby, getting married, taking care of their mom. I love that. Everything. I love that. <laughs> no, I love it because it, it really checks all the boxes of sort of what we look for 
at clients on demand is you want to have an offer that's got a really clear outcome. I mean, yep. you're crystal clear about what your outcome is, but it's also hands on. It's transformational. You're helping them with the letters. You're helping them with the whole process. You're really holding their hand through the whole thing. And, you know, that's really the difference between, I, in my opinion, a high ticket transformational offer yep. and something that's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just show you how to do it. You know what I mean? I'm just going to exactly. like dump some information on you. Hey, here's how you get into college. Have fun. Go figure this out. Yep. You're actually coaching them through the process, which is what makes it so powerful. I agree. And graduate school is one of the most expensive and important decisions a person's going to make if you're going to go where you're going to go, when you're going to go. And so we want to make sure that people making this sort of six figure, two to three year investment of their life are getting into the best school they can and taking out as little uh, student loan debt as possible, if any. You're talking about something that has a major impact on yeah. people's future. I mean, that's huge. It's huge. Mm -hmm. So, so I love it. Okay. So that's great. So, um, tell us about kind of where the offer was at before you came to work with us and, and sort of how it was going. Yes. So I've been in business for seven years. Uh, I started the business in 2010 when I was in my final year of graduate school. I went to Harvard, had my, my proud Harvard flag back there. And so I have an MBA, like a master's of business administration and an MPA, two degrees from Harvard that I paid. She's, just so you guys understand, she's way, way, way too smart to be working with us. She's smarter than me. She's smarter than anybody on our team. She's off the charts smart. I'm very book smart and very camera smart. Um, <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> I am terrible with directions and mechanical things, which are very important things to be smart at. So I started the business seven years ago when I was in graduate school. Um, I had offers that were very similar to my competitors, which means I had all these little piecemeal offers. Oh, um, send in one essay and we'll edit it. Send in three essays and we'll edit it once or twice. Okay, you can buy a bundle of a few hours. And uh, that having those offers, and also I was a content marketer, right? So I was churning out blog posts every week for seven years, giving out so much free information. And that content marketing sort of old way did get me to six figures. So my best year was 2015 when we made 275K in revenue. And I have like crazy profit margins, like 60% or higher. Sure, of um, so I was making good money. But um, not Harvard Business School money. No, no not not someone, not someone, not money befitting someone with two master's degrees. That's from right. No, no, no. <laughs> At uh, seven years out of Harvard, you should be making like 250k or more just yeah. for showing up to your job. Um, and so you know, piecemeal. I also never knew. I had an unpredictable sales cycle. Someone would. Um, people would pay $500 to have an introductory phone call with me. I felt very proud of that. People pay money to talk to me, to just get to know me. But what was happening is I was giving away so much free information in that in that upfront call that people were like, thanks, bye. Um, and getting into Harvard with a full scholarship from talking to me one time. And that just was like, no. And what really drove me to sign up was the results were coming in from our clients and my assistant was tallying up the amount of scholarships our paying clients got and our non-paying subscribers got. Our paying clients got over $3 million in scholarships in just 2016. That's free wow. money wow. for not need-based, that's merit-based free money for school. But our non-paying subscribers got $1.7 million. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, Hold I done made $1.7 million. <laughs> Yeah. for people and I hadn't even made 300K in revenue. And yeah. I was like, this can't be my life. 
I didn't even have enough money to go to, or enough like free cash flow to go to all these conferences that I was being asked to come to as a vendor for people applying to grad school. Literally hundreds of people in one room who are my ideal client and I didn't have the cash to wow. go. And I was, um, you know, the way I think of it is the people who are right for clients on demand are super amped up, charged up and excited about the possibilities or they're like pissed off in the pit of despair and they cannot go on. And that's where I was. I was literally like, I will shut this business down if I cannot <laughs> figure out how to capture more value. Cause it's just like, it felt wrong to me. I was out of integrity with myself that I was making all this money for other people and not even have enough money to run the business the way I needed to. So that's where I was on March 20th when I frantically Googled how to get high paying clients and found your website. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Cause we don't do, we really don't do like any SEO or anything. So it's no, awesome. right. And I found you and I was like, well, I hope this guy can help me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So you came in and you, so you had, so you, so you had, so you had significant challenges. You, you yeah. weren't getting enough clients in the door. You right. diligently doing the content marketing thing for a long time, like the blog, yes. you know, whatever. Seven and years. Right. Seven years. And you weren't getting enough clients in the door that way. You said you, you mentioned your, your offer was kind of like an a la carte sort of thing. Exactly. We had a comprehensive offer. I was actually proud. I charged the most. Well, besides the superchargers who charge a million dollars, who are my heroes. Right. Right. Um, but besides the, uh, maybe one or two people who charge a million dollars to work with you, I charged the most. So I thought, hey, I'm doing well. Um, I had some high ticket offers. I had a, a 10K one year offer, but I never knew. If people like they talk to me, are they going to buy? I don't know. Six months, two years right. from now. Yeah. So you came into COD and then what were some of the first changes that you made? One of the first changes I made is um, just being willing to listen and take advice. Because I went to Harvard Business School, I, I even graduated as one of the top 20% of second year students. That's called second year honors. So there is a lot of arrogance, but also confidence and also shame of like, I should know how to run a business. Like where else do you go but Harvard Business School to, to know how to run a business? So it was really hard for me to think that it was worth investing in mentorship. Like, why don't I just email one of my professors right. <laughs> try and figure it out? So that was one thing is I was like, I'm going to listen to every single thing Russ and his team says because I've paid you know some good money. I made an investment. I'm ready to move forward. Another change was I moved away from a la carte to only offering a signature program mm -hmm. um, and then a VIP program. None of that little stuff that might get you part of the way or might even accidentally get you your outcome, but it wasn't consistent. Um, so I got rid of all those offers and now all I have is my signature high ticket program and then my VIP super luxe program. So you, uh, you, yeah. you stripped away everything that was like a maybe might kind of sort of get you an offer and you focused on just like the one or two things where it's like, hey, you're getting in, you're, you're going to get the outcome and we're going to charge a premium price for it. But mm -hmm. this is it. We're getting rid of everything else. That's exactly right. I just took it all off the website. I didn't make an announcement. I didn't send out. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, guys, last chance to buy it. Nope. Just got rid of it. Just deleted it off the mm -hmm. website. And right. it was important to delete those because it would give people a place to hide if instead of buying a high ticket thing, right? Like, oh, well, I'm just going to buy the one essay and see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that doesn't actually help people to take a few hundred dollars from them, uh, give them a piece of a solution, and then they Abandoned. not get their outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that's a huge distinction for you guys watching this is that if you, you know, some people will kind of like dip their toes in the water of having a high ticket offer, but they'll keep all of their old stuff going. 
And it can really cannibalize sales of your high ticket thing where like, you know, like Kanisha just said, they had like a little offer where they'll just kind of help you with your essay. But the truth is that if you really want to get into an Ivy League school, you need a hell of a lot more than that. So it's like you're actually doing those people a little bit of a disservice if you're letting them think, oh, well, it's just my essay. I just get the essay right and everything's going to take care of itself. We know that's not true. So it's a big, big, big distinction for you guys watching that it is best to have like one one high ticket offer that just fixes the problem and then maybe a second offer that takes them to the next level on top of that. That's right. And I, I saw a question from the audience asking if yeah. my VIP is a back end or no. Uh, no, some people, they go straight into the very expensive. <laughs> the, 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 I don't, I don't want to use the word expensive. The lots and lots of investment and lots and lots of value. So, Thanks. you know, five figure offer. So what I will say is my, my VIP offer is more than $20,000. Yeah, the last person who bought it wept with happiness as he paid the full price up front. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. That's great. That's great. And guys, see, like, there's a joy that comes with paying a premium price for something. I mean, you know, if you've ever bought something that's really expensive, but something that you really needed, it can be an amazing, amazing experience, an amazing thing, because you, you, there's pleasure that comes with buying the best. People are terrified that they're not going to be able to get the outcome that they want. They're terrified they're not going to be able to go to the school they want. And they come to Kenesha and they invest at a premium price. They feel good about it because they yep. go, okay, I'm home. This, You know what I mean? I'm going to get the outcome. It's going to work. Finally, I don't have to dabble with any more bullshit. I can actually get what I really need. I love that. I'm home. Mm-hmm. I really think that is where the tears came from is he had been wandering around to different low priced or free will help you or no, we won't help you. We don't believe in you programs. Um, and that's who wants to get rejected before you even started <laughs> trying. Um, and yeah, I love that I'm home. And I do think that's where the tears came from. It's like, I'm so tired and now I can finally rest and then get, get to work. Yep. And guys, your clients are in the exact same position. Whatever the problem is that you solve, they're sick and tired of dealing with it. They're suffering under it. So don't waste their time with like a $27 ebook or like a little video or something that's not going to fix the problem. Put something in front of them that's going to be a start to finish solution that's hands on, that walks them through it, that actually gets them to the outcome because that's what they're dying for. That's what they need. And it's it's what everyone's kind of too afraid to, to, to offer them, really. Mm-hmm. And so now that I have been freed from the chains of content marketing, um, I still have a blog, but what we use it for now is to showcase all of the amazing things happening in the company. So now in our blog, um, we do consultant spotlights where we just kind of showcase the people on our team. Uh, we talk about how we're building out our office. So this is my office that I w- am able to easily afford now because I did clients on demand. It's gorgeous. It's 700 square feet. We have like a garage door and it's nice. very cute. Uh, so yeah, we, we use the blog now to kind of show the aspirational parts of entrepreneurship because a lot of our clients eventually want to be entrepreneurs. And then also to just kind of give them an inside peek at the business. We no mm-hmm. longer use our blog as an engine of giving away Band-Aid advice. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Okay, so then if you guys stop doing that, so, so okay, so you came into Clients on Demand, yeah. you consolidated your offers into just yeah. two, right? Mm-hmm. A high ticket and a super high ticket all designed to create the specific outcome, all super hands-on, super transformational. You drop the content marketing. So what did you do to get clients into this new program that you rolled out? Great. So I did what I was told to do. <laughs> so uh, in Clients on Demand, 
they encourage us to get some quick wins. Uh, so you have some supercharged emails that you mm -hmm. encourage us to send out. I had some limiting beliefs about those emails. I was like, this sounds so corny. My, my people don't want this. But you know, I was like, you know what? Who is a multimillionaire? Rough <laughs> not me. So <laughs> it's like, let me go ahead and send out these emails. Um, so I adjusted the language, uh, not to be less corny. It was, it was full salesy, but um, to be more, you know, related to what they were looking for. Sure, and I course. use the word salesy the same way I use the word woo-woo. I, I embrace the word. I am salesy because i got some for sale. So, um, yeah, we want people to understand that we are selling something. Uh, so I sent out the three emails. Those three emails that took me maybe 45 minutes to adjust for my audience uh, resulted in a waiting list of people who were interested in having a free session to talk with me about our high ticket program. That waiting list first started out as, I believe, 30 or 40 people. And I was really excited about that. But people are still replying to those emails 10 weeks later. Wow. Um, and now we have a waiting list uh, of over 100 people. Wow. And, that's and the reason, you yes. Got so many booking calls, you don't even have time to talk to them. We, I don't even have enough time to talk to them, right? And those 100 people on that waiting list does not even count the people that got qualified out because they didn't have the right attitude or the right mindset. And we could tell that from the application that they fill out. That's really exciting, right? To have 100 potential leads. We've already worked through about 40. So that's mm -hmm. 100 still left on the list. So, all right. So right away you came in, you sent out those emails, you had some yeah. concerns, but you sent them out and they worked. You got them. That's you know, right. They, they more than work. They like, <laughs> like <laughs> they, yeah, they awesome. work. So then you started doing calls with these people. Yes. And what challenges did you run into on the calls? Because I remember, if I remember correctly, like it wasn't like knocked out of the park right away. Definitely there were some challenges not. that came up on the calls. Definitely not. So I used your system that you teach us in clients on demand for enrolling people in their dreams. Um, so I felt like I had a good system, but I was doing something wrong because I did 18 calls in a row. No, 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 no. I got to um, buy a new cat. No, like some just, you know, <laughs> you know, just using a random. I, I get the silliest objections. Um, that is my favorite thing to do is to find the craziest objection I got right. for the day. But 18 no's in a row. You know, I was on the phone with people, you know, my favorite story I love to torture you with, with a 35-year-old man who says he plans to run for president of, let's just say, one of the most important countries in Africa, if not the most important country. He wants to run for president. And I really believe he has what it takes or some of the ingredients to be eventually president one day. We're on the call, and then he says his mom won't pay for it. And I'm like, what is happening in my life that I have people on the phone who are going to run for president, but their mama got to pay for their class? So um, I got to ask my mom. Hold on a second. I'm going to run for president, but I got to ask my mommy if I can do this. Hang on. Just going to put you on hold for like, a second. What? And so <laughs> what, what was happening is I wasn't actually qualifying enough on the front end because I didn't yet have a powerful webinar. So then I got that set up as fast as possible so that people understood this is for people who are financially prepared. It's okay if your parents are helping you financially, but that needs to be something figured out before you get on the call. Yeah, you, know, you got to be committed. You got to be ready to rock. You got to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, I definitely think I was operating out of some sort of limiting belief that I was, 
um, that people just weren't going to pay for a high ticket offer because everyone else in my field offers all these little tiny a la carte solutions. So, okay. So how did you overcome that? Guys, just so you understand what's going on, what happens on these calls, right? What happens on these calls is that, and I, and I, and we teach this in COD and it's a really important point for you guys to understand. These calls are like a mirror. So your first challenge is to get clear on what it is that you do. Your second challenge is to get calls booked. Now, once you have those calls booked and you're on the phone with people, those calls are like a mirror where they start reflecting your deepest beliefs right back to you. So it's the craziest thing because if you believe deep down that people can't afford your offer or that you're charging too much or that you're not worth it, that's what you're going to hear on the calls. And so it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter like what script you follow. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not about having like snappy comebacks to these things. It's about making shifts up here so that you believe it. And then when your beliefs change, their beliefs start to change too. And the way they show up on the calls changes too. So talk more about that, Kanisha. What did you do to shift that? Well, first of all, I reached out for help. I didn't just go into a little cocoon and and (laughs) hope that meditating would, would fix it or chanting or, I mean, I do all that stuff, but like, I was like, I need help. um, And I invested in this program. So I had a mindset call with Lisa. Okay. Um, And so Lisa, I was like, Lisa, I've been in COD four weeks. I have done 18 calls. I have made no sales. Am I going out of business? What do I do? And she was like, well, so she walked me through some, just some mindset shifts. So that was very helpful. And I, I don't even say that in the moment of the call that I was like, this is helpful. I was just more like, I am willing to believe that you might be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's where I was in the call. But then also I got on a call with you and the rest of the COD uh, members. Um, and I was, you know, I poured my heart out. Oh, Russ, um, I ha- I'm feeling very humbled and frustrated. Nobody's enrolling. What do I need to do? And you said, you just got to get better. And you know, you didn't hold me in your heart, in your arms and let me cry into your bosom. You were just like, you have to get better. And the analogy that you said is you're like a person who's got a great dish that you want to share with the world. And you've rented out your space for your restaurant. You've decorated it. You've hired your wait staff. And then it's time for you to open the doors and you're about to close down the whole restaurant before you get your first customer, just because your first day is a little empty. You don't do that. Don't shut down your restaurant before it opens. And I was like, yeah, I, I want I want people to come taste my my dish. And so that tough love from you combined with some mindset shifts from Lisa turned things around for me. And then after that, it was uh, two enrollments, two days in a row. They are actually those students are graduating, I think, in a week uh, wow. from my signature program, which is called Application Accelerator. And uh, then it was just close, close, close. And then I got my that really big VIP one, the, the one who wept as he paid. And he's been an amazing client who's really showed up and done the work. So then things turned around for me. But just for the uh, sake of being honest, right now, I am on a 12 call no streak. So you know what that means? Time to read my mission statement every morning and every night. Time to write in my brag book and my gratitude journal. Time to get on a call with Mark and figure out what kind of objections I'm not overcoming time to get on a call with Jane and figure out what kind of limiting beliefs I have and time to book a a private call with Lisa. I'm because I'm in your millionaire Alliance. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So I know what to do. Yeah, guys. So like, I just want, I want you guys to understand this because you know, take it from Kenesha guys, because it's not about like learning one new thing and then you're good. 
It's about conditioning a new mindset. And it is something that you have to condition. It's just like working out. If you don't go to the gym for a while, you start to get weak. The natural tendency of your body is not to be buff and strong. It's to get weak. And it's the same thing with your mind. It's the same thing with your sales skills. It's the same thing with everything is that those things have to be conditioned. But now, Kanisha, like when something's not working, you don't go into a place of like, oh, my God, I'm screwed. You go into a place of like, oh, I just got to got to fix this. And you go in for a quick tune up. And I can guarantee you that when you talk to Lisa and when you talk to Jane, like it'll be turned around and you'll be just enrolling people again and you'll figure out exactly, right. exactly what kind of bad habit you let yourself like slip into a little bit. That's exactly right. That's awesome. So, OK, so you, you were doing these calls. And how much revenue did you bring in while you were in the program? I brought in $105,000 in revenue. That's amazing. While I, in eight weeks. Well, in four weeks. Clients really? and, oh my gosh, you're in four yeah. weeks. Yeah. That's right, because I didn't make any sales. That's right. <laughs> four weeks so you, had like your first, you had like your first $100,000 a month in the second month. I of sure the- did. I sure did. And... You know, that is beyond my wildest dreams for this program. Um, On my enrollment call, I said I would like to make 30K consistently for three months. And that would help me know that that success was attributable to having done clients on demand versus like me just being on my own. And so I, you know, got blown away in eight weeks. So so it was a no brainer to me to sign up for Millionaire Alliance. And I've been really enjoying that. Well, because now from here where we can go is, are you still doing all the calls yourself right now? I am, but we actually just received 25 applications to uh, join my sales team. So I'm building a sales team from the bottom up with you guys' support. Fantastic. So guys, just to, just to show you where the trajectory is from here, like I told you, the first step is to get clear on what you do, right? And that's the first thing we do in COD is what is that outcome you provide? So Kanisha kind of came in knowing that, but we clarified it yeah. a little bit, clarified her offers and all that. The next thing is getting calls booked and getting getting leads booked so people can see, you know, you can you can get those applications coming in the door. Then the third thing is once you get those calls being booked, almost everybody goes through a like a thing where it's like, oh God, I have to shift my beliefs around doing these calls. So she did that. She's enrolling people consistently. And now from here, now that she's got that skill, we can coach her through the process of building her own sales team so that she doesn't have to do those calls anymore. So we can ramp up the lead flow and she can have two or three or four, however many salespeople working with her. And then those $100,000 months and $200,000 months can scale very, very quickly. So, I mean, Kanisha, I think, I mean, you're, you're on the the cusp of having like a million dollar business. I completely feel it. I completely feel it. And I would say another thing that I was willing to do is to not think that my business is special. Mm. I see people get caught up in the limiting belief that, oh, my business is special. I can't make it high ticket. People just won't pay for that special thing, this special thing that I do. Or, oh, no, no, no. My business is so special. It has to be one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, no, no, no. My, my business is so special. My offer has got to be delivered in 20 weeks. I was like, you know what? I'm a millennial. Yes, I'm a special snowflake who got all the participation <laughs> awards, but I would like to be a special millionaire. Word. So that was one thing. <laughs> yeah. I put aside that, oh, I'm so special. I can't, I can't do it Russ's way because I'm special. Yeah. No, I, I heard that. I mean, that's huge. And, I, and you came in there. You came in here with that goal. And now you're focused on that goal like a laser. And it's like any challenge that you run into, I promise you, we have seen it before. We can show you of how to course. deal with it. I yeah. mean, it's like, this is just, I mean, this is just what we do. So we I love it. 
pour my heart out with gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when that part is because I there's very woo-woo emotional things I would like to share. So if it's Go time ahead. now, yeah. okay, good. So, you know, I just want to thank you, Russ Rufino, and your team for creating Clients on Demand. Um, I wasn't a part of the Art of High Ticket group. I went from not knowing who you were at all to 48 hours later investing in the program. And because of the experience I had in the enrollment call, I invested very confidently. I entered the program feeling like, um, this is the right thing to do. And so this is like an extreme thing to say, but it is true. I feel like Clans on Demand gave me my entire life back. No oh, man. So, oh, are we going to have our first tears yeah, on like, our Facebook Live? <laughs> but like, you know, I'm such a high achiever. You know, I went to like Pomona College. I went to Harvard, got two master's degrees. And then to like be struggling for seven years, for the most part, by myself, um, I didn't feel like a failure, but I just felt like compressed. Like I felt like I wasn't living up to my potential. My business wasn't living up to its potential. I didn't, um, I have pretty bougie taste. Like I wasn't able to like be my full bougie self. <laughs> and I also wasn't helping as many people as I could help. I knew that I was like, I'm, my team and I are the best out here and we're the best kept secret. Nobody wants to be, I don't want to be the best kept secret. Right. Um, and then also I am a self-help writer. So it was, you know, I, I really wanted to have enough money to fund my, my writing endeavors. And they're just, I didn't have a good system for consistently making income. And then I joined Clients on Demand March 21st. So just from March 21st to today is June 7th. Like mm -hmm. I have an office. I now pay for my uh, assistants, all of her health insurance and her dental insurance and like, and can afford an assistant, a full-time assistant. Right. Um, I'm about to hire uh, about five new consultants to join my team to work with my clients. I'm about to hire four salespeople. And like, I just have so much more excitement about my career, about my business, about my life. My husband has wanted to move to New York City for years. And now when I look at apartments, I'm like, I can afford that. We can afford that. <laughs> And I'm like, I can afford a gorgeous apartment in New York City and an office. Like, this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I just, I just want to say that, like, if there are people out there who feel like you have a lot to give and you just don't know how to find the people who can receive and invest in what you have to give, like, that's what Clients on Demand did for me. And in Millionaire Alliance, someone asked you, what is your why? What drives you? And you said one of the parts of your why was the fact that you went to school to be an actor and that that was a really big part of your whole identity growing up and you just figured it would just kind of happen. Uh, then you got out to LA and didn't quite have a plan and it didn't really happen. And so one part of your why is to compete with that alternative life you could have had as a Hollywood superstar. And similar to you, I also moved out to LA with this very vague, but a lot of conviction in my heart, but a vague mm -hmm. notion that I was going to be a talk show hostess. Um, I even like auditioned for Oprah Winfrey Network, made it past like the first two rounds and it got eliminated. But I had no, I had no plan. Like a lot of people in LA who think they're going to be on TV. I just had no right. plan. Just they're like, yeah, of course. Until I'm like, I look good on camera. Of course I'll be discovered at a swimming pool. Of course, because um, that's what happens. Yeah, so I had no plan. And so I also, I don't even feel like I'm competing with that person that could have been a talk show hostess. I actually feel like Clients on Demand has given me a formula and a platform to where I can be like, when I go live in my Facebook group, I am a talk show hostess right. and I can actually see how many people are watching. I can see their comments. I can wear what I want. I can go on when I want. I don't have producers or other people to be accountable to. And then also I'm a writer. I pitched the idea of my 
cold traffic funnel that you helped me create and the things that are uh, in my webinar. I pitched basically my webinar in book form to an editor at a major publishing house uh, and an agent, and they both really liked it. So now I have interest in there's a possibility I could get a book deal. Awesome. And I asked them for real numbers of what they needed from me, like how many people in a Facebook group, whatever. And they gave me some real numbers. And I was like, great. I know my cost per acquisition for person in my Facebook group because of clients on demand. So all I did was sit down with my sister who, who works for me as well. And we just figured out, oh, if I spend $60 a day on Facebook ads, which is more than I was spending in COD, I will hit 10,000 members in my group by end of 2017, which is what the, the book people want in order oh, for great. them to feel great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, COD gave me my whole life back. That's awesome. Well, what's great about it is that you've built this profitable business where you're making an impact and now you can go out there and say, okay, now how do I want to send this out to the world? Yeah. Because your financial needs are met, because you have the freedom you want, because you're making an impact. So many people try to do it backwards where they're like, oh, if I could only do a book, then I could get the clients that I need. Yeah. I As a person who wrote a book, this is my book. I was a dating <laughs> coach before I was an admissions coach or at the same time. It's a lot of work yeah. to write a book. And it's a pleasure to have a published book. But writing a book is the longest, slowest way I can think of to become an authority figure, mm -hmm. whereas doing COD and creating an outstanding authority establishing webinar is the quickest way to building authority. So yeah. I, I'm not discouraging people from writing a book, but that needs to be something you do for fun mm -hmm. <laughs> once you're making six figures a month. Well, now that, now yeah. that you have this amazing offer and you're making six figures a month, then it kind of makes sense for you to do a book because the book is going to drive people into now an offer that's transformational where you can use the book to drive people into the new business. Whereas before, if you didn't have any of that, you would just be doing the book and people would read the book and go, oh, but then you, you don't have anything for them that's transformational. You know? That's right. Or the book would be written form similar to content marketing of all my best secrets. And so now I've given <laughs> right. people a reason not to buy anything else, even exactly. if that's not going to get them their results. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Kenesha, that's absolutely awesome, man. You are a rock star. You are unbelievable. Um, just watching you work has been fantastic. It's been absolutely amazing. It has been a wonderful ride. I, I, I keep saying it, but I am just so grateful that you created it, that I was able to find it, that everybody did what they were supposed to do so that I could it get enrolled that I was willing to move past my fear, my doubts, my, oh, I went to Harvard, I should know this. And, and just that I was willing to do the work. It is my pleasure. It is my honor and pleasure to do these kind of things because I'm like, people need to know that this works. It works for all kinds of people, all kinds of businesses, all ages, backgrounds, whatever. Uh, do not create a story that you are special. And the reason you're special is it won't work for you. Um, it worked for me and I'm, man, I, it's all up from here. I don't even know what's going to happen. Oh, when you see where we go in the next six months, <laughs> you're going to yeah. come back and do another one of these. It's like ridiculous. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, if you guys have any questions for Kanisha, just leave them in the comments underneath yeah. this video. Um, we'll be keeping an eye on things. And uh, Kanisha, thank you so much. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, you are an absolute rock star. And it is fantastic to be working with you. And I just can't wait to see where we go from here. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be so fun. And I'll see you in a few weeks at your house. At my house. Yeah. You know, it's nice today. There's dolphins out there. It's good. We're going to have a good time. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you guys. Take it easy.
Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.